Peace, Truth Tribe. I wanted to share a story with you real quick. I don't usually go live on Sundays. Let me check this real quick to make sure my audio is on. And I hope that the stream is going fine because I'm having some internet issues right now. But I wanted to come on here and talk about trust issues. And we have issues of trust in relationship, but you know what? I'm gonna save I'm gonna save this other thing that I want to talk about for healing pain with Proverbs tomorrow. But right now, with as far as trust issues, the other day I get a phone call and I have to go to a meeting. And they give me the information, and the information that they give me, I put it in Google Maps. Well, my husband put it in Google Maps, and he's like, this is taking us near like some kind of border. Like it's water and like a border. And we didn't understand, we didn't understand the location. The location was like um, almost an hour away and we didn't know the person, but we had to go to this meeting, right? And so I'm like, okay, uh, we need to figure out what this location is. So we're calling different people that we know here, asking them, do you know what this location is? And everyone's like, I don't know why you would have to go there. Like, that doesn't make sense. Why would someone have you go all the way there? So now we're getting a little worried because when you're in an, another country, you don't ever want to get caught up in any kind of situation where you can't get out of it. You know what I'm saying? When you're in the States, that's like home territory, you can call somebody, you kind of know where things are. There's a certain level of comfort where you're from if you have to go somewhere, even if you don't really know where you're going, if that makes sense. When you're in another country and it's not necessarily your land and you don't know your way around everywhere and you don't know all the areas and you know that there are certain uh, levels of unrest, there are certain levels of attention on you, there are things that you may not be protected in because it's not your land. That's a little bit scary, right? So we get this call, we have to go to this meeting but we don't know about the location, right? So my husband gets an Uber. We get in the Uber, the guy smiles, and the guy's like um, taking us there or whatever. And we're just riding. We know we got like 60 minutes to get there, but again, we don't know where we're going. In the States, in the United States of America, when you get an Uber, you know where you're going. Google Maps shows you where you're going. There's not too many unnamed roads. You know what I mean? But in other countries, Uber doesn't... First of all, Uber ain't even everywhere. But in other countries, Uber doesn't necessarily work the same way. There are many streets that don't have names. There are many locations and areas that don't necessarily come up on the map. And so when you're driving somewhere, 
you you can literally not you can end up somewhere you didn't plan on being and uber won't just redirect you i know a lot of people use this um analogy with gps and they compare that to the most high and they say the most high is like a gps even if you go off course he will reroute you back yeah that's in america not in other countries <laughs> you know what so that analogy works in the states but not necessarily in other countries because the mapping grid is not set up the same way which is something i like save that for another day um but it can be inconvenient though at times right so we're in a car we go deeper and deeper and deeper to the point where I don't even recognize what's around me anymore. Now I'm getting a little scared because I know certain areas. I know certain landmarks that even if I couldn't figure out, okay, let me tell you this first, why this is important. The way I was brought up, <laughs> you want to pay attention to certain landmarks so that if ever you get lost or you have to get out of a car or whatever, you can find your way back home. That's just innately in me, right? So I'm paying attention to certain landmarks just in case something goes wrong, whatever I can remember, you know, whatever, right? So I had heard different stories of uh, Uber drivers or different uh, companies that are like Uber picking up certain women in certain countries and the, wo the woman was by herself and they would veer off of the path because this woman didn't really understand landmarks or how the GPS works. He would go off grid and she wouldn't even know. And then they would just be like, take your pants off or do this, right? And she's stuck. She's in the car. She don't know where she at. And so as a woman, there are certain precautions you have to take. Thankfully, I was with my husband, so we were good. But even with your spouse, sometimes you never know when somebody ain't in their right mind. So I'm paying attention to certain landmarks just in case, you know, it's just always a wise thing to pay attention to your surroundings. But the further we go, the deeper we go, the more concerned I'm getting. I'm not even really telling my husband this. I'm just feeling it inside of myself. Like I feel anxiety. I feel overwhelmed because I'm in the car with this Uber driver I'm trusting him to take me, you know, where the map is telling us to go. You can glance at it and see if they go up the path or whatever. But what I'm concerned about is where I'm going to end up because no one understands why this meeting we have to go to is at the location that it's at. And that was concerning. We finally get there and figure out where we need to go have the meeting, and we had so much favor on us. Everything was totally fine. Totally fine. I literally was in the car worrying about where we were going to end up and had favor, blessing, welcome. Everything was totally fine. But this is the part that I wanted us to pay attention to. You notice how in this story I said I trusted the Uber driver to get us where we were going to go. Even hearing stories of different women being taken advantage of in Ubers, um, not just in the States, but in different countries. And I don't know if you realize how I'm having such an intense urge about where we're going to end up. And if you, if you've never 
been in another country like that, you might not really understand what it feels like to not know like where you're going. Um, but but if you ever are, you'll feel what I'm saying. Um, but the intensity that I felt about trying to get where I needed to go, the trust issue was not in the Uber driver. Like I didn't have a trust issue with the Uber driver. I had a trust issue in where are we going to end up? Are we going to end up where we need to be? And that would be in the hands of the Uber driver, right? Wouldn't it? Cause he's the one who's like following the map. He's the one who's from the country. He's the one who knows like where he's going. He drives Uber on top of being a native. So he knows more about directions and location, and all that. Right. But I didn't have an issue with him. Like I had an issue within my own self of wondering whether I was going to get where I was going to, uh, was supposed to be and whether that location was safe since no one kind of knew why this meeting had to be this far away. And I wanted to bring that up to, to you all and for us to think about life and about the most high. We'll put relationships on pause for a minute. Let's just talk about the relationship with the most high. Um, I wanted to talk about the fact that why do we put more trust in like a Uber driver or a cab driver or a Lyft driver or whoever is driving us? Or even if you know the person, say you're just in somebody else's car and they're driving the car. Why do we put trust that they'll get us there? Like we get in the car, say it's Uber or Lyft or whatever. We get in the car. We don't know this person from nowhere. I've talked to some people who've said that however i don't know how but they've their background check they drive an uber even though they got a bad background um i've heard that so you don't know who's picking you up you don't know where they're taking you when you don't know your surroundings you don't know if they're taking the right path but yet you get in the car and you just you you like we're gonna get there and yet with the most high we he tells us to do something or he leads and guides us to go in a certain way. And we got all this hesitation and resistance. We don't have that when we're about to get into most of us. I'll say don't the majority of us don't have that when we get in the Uber or the cab or whatever, we just get in and we expect to get there. But with the most high, we don't just get in and expect to get there. We're questioning, we're complaining, we're wondering, we're battling fear, we're battling anxiety. And I'm talking about direction in your life and wanting to end up at a certain place or the most high giving you a certain command or instruction. But but we, he don't tell you to end. He just making you go step by step. Like he doesn't tell you the next step until you complete the last step he told you. I'm talking about that kind of thing. Like he wants you to do this and you're like, but what about after that? Do that first. Then you do that and then you go to the next step and you're like, but what about that? And it's just like this step by step as he builds your trust and helps you start to understand who's in control, who is the driver. And I know some people get in Ubers and they sit there questioning them. You could turn right here. You could have went right. Those are people that have control issues, right? They want to tell the Uber driver where to go, how to get there, go this way. This way is faster. They can't relax and just enjoy the ride. 
So you got two different types of people that get in these cars. One that have control issues where they got to tell the Uber driver everything to do. And then one that has trust issues where either they don't know if they're going to get there like they're supposed to, or they just don't trust the person who's driving. There's like these two different types, but I wanted to compare that to our relationship with the most high. And, um, yeah, some of us have those control issues where we want to tell the most high, like how to do stuff. But more often than not, it's us having a trust issue of questioning whether we're going to get there, not being able to relax on the way to the thing. I was sitting in that car and I just, uh, I had to, I was so tempted to feel a high level of anxiety and stress because I have a family, I have things I have to take care of. If something happens, then what, you know what I mean? Like all these thoughts are going on in my mind. And um, I, I, it was such a temptation to rest, just rest my mind and trust the most high even more than the driver or uh, the destination we were trying to get to. And I wanted us to think about that with our relationship with the most high. Um, like why do, why do we sometimes trust Uber or Lyft or an elevator or another person who's driving or even the chair that I'm sitting in or whatever, like to just, we just expect it to work and to do what it's supposed to do. And then not the most high, like, why do we do that? Including myself. Cause we all have times where we like, mm, okay, most high, are you sure? But when I sit down in the chair, I'll ask the chair, is it sure it's going to hold me up? Unless I'm looking at it and it look a little wobbly, so I'm just exercising discernment. But when I get in an Uber, I take Ubers like multiple times in a day. I don't really ever question whether I'm going to get there or like, is this person going to do something to me? You know, unless something happens to you, you don't usually have that as a first thought. But I'm like, why when we have these modes of transportation with people who we don't know going in directions and paths that we may not know the way and we just trust them and expect them to get us there. But then with the most high, it's like, we don't really trust him all the way. Like we'll say that. Um, but like deep down we like, I don't know. Cause I can't see, I don't know where I'm about to end up with this. You know, I don't know what you're doing. And I just wanted us to just consider that balance of, trusting in and trusting throughout certain experiences, things and people and services more than the most high, like just giving this instant, uh, almost automatic trust that may waver with the most high when he has not really given us a reason not to trust him or has he or has he that's the thing um I think that's why we struggle sometimes with it and if you watch the live on transparency the podcast that I do with my husband I talked about how um the most high has been the one that I run to when someone breaks my heart but that dynamic changed when I felt like he broke my heart and yet I have to run to the one who now becomes who I'm considering is the heartbreaker. So I just wanted to encourage people who feel like the most high has broke their trust. Um, religious trauma and very religious legalistic people can make us feel so guilty 
for having feelings of doubt sometimes. Um, that doesn't mean you're a faithless person and you have a doubt. A doubt is really like a question that you don't know an answer to. And you are trying to seek the most high on how to get an answer for it or peace if you can't get the answer. That's it. That's all oftentimes. Um, but religious legalistic people will, can make you feel so guilty for struggling sometimes uh, with your relationship with the most high. It's a real relationship. Sometimes you're going to have struggles. Sometimes you have seasons of growth where you're being stretched. You don't know where you're going to end up. You don't know where this is taking you. You don't know if this, the way it looks, you don't know if it's going to work out. That's relationship. And yet you still press you exercise discernment, you exercise wisdom, you know, you don't just trust foolishly, just trust in anything, but with the most high is different because he's not a man that he should lie. The most high we can put our trust in. People, people, we gotta be like, okay, you gotta prove your, that you're trustworthy before I give you my trust. The most high has proved it. But I wanted to talk to people who feel like he broke that trust in them and they're hurting and they won't tell anyone that they trusted him to do something and he didn't do it. And now they feel like they can't trust him. I have been where you have been. And I want you to know that it's understandable and you are not some ungrateful ingrate because you feel like that. Be where you are, uh, allow the most high to stretch you and grow you in that and just consider how important it is that we not give the Uber driver or the Lyft driver or the elevator or the chair or the bed or the sidewalk more of our instant trust than the most high, even if we feel like he broke it. It doesn't necessarily mean that he has, but we can feel like he has broken our trust. I know what that feels like. So I just wanted to ask you to consider that and maybe journal today after this live about some of the things that have happened that caused you to lose trust in the most high what happened write it down journal it some of us have removed it so far from us because religion has told us you don't doubt the most high you don't question him you don't never you know but we can have doubts and we can question him with humility and not be, you know, this horrible person. Like you, you can have a real relationship with him. So write it down. He already knows it. You already, it's already inside of you. He's aware of it. It's not new news to him. It would be new to you, but journal it, uh, journal what happened. And it may be more than one thing that you really were like counting on him to do. You really were hoping that he would do this thing and it didn't happen that way. And we, mo we know that all things work together for good for those who are called to him. <laughs> and so if you are, then we know that it was for your good, even if it felt like it wasn't. But it's important to talk to him about it. It's important to write it down and to confess it and say, I'm dealing with this. This, this makes it hard for me to trust you, Most High, but I want to trust you. I want, can you please restore the trust that I feel was broken? Can you please help me trust you like I did before I felt like it was broken? And he answers 
he hears he did it for me okay like this is not like just some textbook or you know words on a page this is this is real life experience in addition to what the word says he will do that so i hope that that helped you make sure that y'all i'll see y'all tomorrow monday uh 7 a.m eastern for healing pain with proverbs we're on chapter four and uh i just wanted to drop that quick word for y'all um of encouragement about trust because sometimes we are so oblivious to the struggle we have the letdown we have felt and we just go on to the next thing we like get over it it's in the past just move on but you can't move on if you never really got over it the way we get over it is by confronting it and dealing with it and working through it then we can say we got over it we don't just sweep it under the rug and move on and that feeling is still there it's still there and then when we need that trust or that faith we're having it's like a car that won't start we're having trouble getting it to start because we didn't deal with that thing so i hope that helped and i'll see y'all tomorrow for healing pain with proverbs i am zara harrison helping you remember that love doesn't lie or expect you to live one so you can set yourself free from toxic mindsets in relationships Okay, peace, y'all.